Hello, and welcome to The Beverage Experience. As always, I'm your host, Mason Beverage, and what's happening around the nation this past week has been pretty eventful, actually. So, actually, starting tonight of the re- this recording, they started the Democratic National Convention, the virtual rally, which Michelle Obama, oh dear God, she's just a train wreck. She and I, quote, said that she's not a very political person, but yet, you're speaking at a national convention for politics, for a political party, for an election. It makes complete sense in the fact of the matter for that. And we're also going to be turning to Nancy Pelosi, where she lashed out against Judy Woodruff from PBS News during, intervie- during an interview, and she was calling the news anchor an advocate for the GOP. And we'll be talking more about the coronavirus and how the scamdemic continues onward. We'll be talking about Cuomo, de Blasio, the BLM movement, and many, many more things tonight. So, I want to start with, um, from the Tennessee Star, they wrote, Metro Nashville Council member, wants people not wearing masks to be charged with murder or attempt to murder. Which, mind you, sounds ridiculous. Okay, you're going to try to charge people with attempted murder or even murder for not wearing a mask, which has no scientific evidence to help at all against a virus. They put it on surgical masks, saying it don't work. It won't prevent nothing. So, in the end, they're trying to pull a wool over every single person's eyes. They're trying to make you feel bad. They're trying to incriminate you for doing something that has no evidence in helping the virus slow its spread. So, why? Why do they do it? Because it's a political statement. And then also, Governor Mike DeWine of Ohio he had tested positive for the coronavirus by the, the president's um, medical aides whenever President Trump was coming to Ohio. He was going to meet the president on the tarmac, but was not able to due to the rapid test testing him positive. And Governor DeWine later was interviewed not by any conservative news group, only left-wing, which, mind you, I think is very biased because that's a governor he's supposed to be as close to unbiased as possible supposed to represent his citizens equally but he essentially tested positive then later on that night got tested by Ohio State um, University Hospital tested negative then he tested negative again CNN and all of them are trying to portray that a governor couldn't get a test without trying to meet the president, which is completely false. He could have got a test if he just simply requested one. He never did. And if there's anything I say to take out of this situation for an example, this man was an avid mask wearer with a chance of still getting the virus, still tested positive to some degree, and then this is what happened. So essentially, Mike DeWine was a super avid mask wearer. He never went anywhere. He was fearful of the virus. 
And mind you, he still risked the chance of having it. A governor of a state, he's able to seclude himself like a president, and yet he's getting a possible chance of getting it, which is no big surprise to me. Everyone's eventually going to get it, like the flu. And then he goes on talking about, well, that's a less accurate form of test, the rapid one, compared to what they use in Ohio. It's like, Mike, that doesn't matter. You just prove that the tests aren't accurate. And then also, I've seen somewhere where there was a president of a different country brought some in, imported, had the government security agents test it on um, a fruit and a goat, gave it human names, human ages, sent it off for testing, and then it came back. Guess what it came back? It came back positive. You know why that was? Because that's what this virus is. It's just a wool shadow. No matter what you think or what you do and what you want to think, this virus from the beginning was based around politics. No virus should be based around politics. And even Donald Trump said to um, Joe Biden earlier on this week about him saying he was going to mandate masks and everything. Don't bring politics into it, Joe. You just can't. That's a moral ethic. You can't bring politics into this. And also, I was um, looking into the masks. The top, some of the world's top epidemiologists don't actually recommend masks. Denmark, they boast one of the lowest COVID-19 death rates in the world. Their health um, associates do not recommend mask wearing. They've gotten a lot of backlash over it. But as they say, these countries are recommending face masks. They haven't made their decisions based on new studies. From a medical point of view, there is no evidence of a medical effect of wearing a face mask that we decided not to impose a national obligation. Face masks in public spaces are not necessary based on all current evidence. There is no benefit and there may even be negative impacts from wearing it. And this is why I continue on saying, do not listen to everything the news and the CDC are going to put out because they flip-flop back and forth because they're biased. They're politically leaning. That's what this virus is. It is to be there to help divide and ruin the nation as we speak for the Democrats. Women will just so they can try to win an election. Pitiful, really. They help fund this Wuhan lab. And they'll try to deny it to this very day. They help fund it. They can help fix it. With them going all to jail. In reality, the CDC used to be one of the world's, used to be one of the most trustworthy centers of disease control around the whole world. Top epidemiologists. But they've switched from not recommending face masks to recommending them. I believe it's just because the head of the CDC is getting money put in his pocket for doing it. Um, so 
Pelosi was lashing out against Judy Woodruff. Essentially, they was just having a nice basic interview. And Judy Woodruff was talking about the stimulus stuff, packages and stuff, excuse me, about um, the new package and how the Republicans and Democrats aren't actually able to get a deal made. And Pelosi's backlashing against the Republicans and the GOP, the president. And essentially, she comes out and says what the Republicans have been saying this whole time. They haven't spent all the original stimulus money yet. And then she goes on and, mind you, this is ridiculous for a politician. She's a politician. She's supposed to be the Speaker of the House one of the most highest politicians in all the nation. And this is what she does. Well, if you want to be an advocate for them, Judy, if you want to be an advocate for them, listen to what the facts are. The Speaker of the House scolded Judy Woodruff. And now, mind you, PBS, they're slightly left-leaning. They're not always perfect, but they're probably one of the most neutral, slightly left-leaning news outlets you'll get probably one of the more honest ones which is ridiculous for her to go out and scold Judy Woodruff just over that she was bringing up a point that Republicans were bringing across so this is proving a point to everyone Democrats you can't reason with them you can't just try bring another point of view another side of the story because it doesn't fit their narrative because that's not what they want people to know, what people want to see or hear. They don't want that out there because they want to pull a wool over your eyes and brainwash you. That's just how they do things. It's a simple fact of the matter. They've been doing it for decades. Times are changing. And also in the polls, Joe Biden's actually losing support right now around 46%, 47%. Donald Trump last time I seen and 50 to 51 percent for Joe Biden and with Kamala Harris now being his presidential uh, vice presidential nominee which mind you took him completely forever to choose if I remember correctly past the deadline but nobody ever cares I guess if you're a Democrat but if Donald Trump didn't have his choice oh they would have made a great deal out of that they would have God knows what they would have done but essentially, he chooses Kamala Harris, so now it's the Biden-Harris campaign. But he's all, he also lost a lot of his black support just by choosing her. He lost a lot of support just by choosing her because, one, they have very ideological differences in how they want to do things. She's more extreme, while Joe is an extreme socialist, is still more progressive than Kamala Harris. She makes no sense in what she does. She's withheld evidence in her prosecutor office against innocent people that got them sent to jail just because she didn't want her record to be ruined. That's what type of people we deal with as Democrat, with, with the Democratic Party anymore, which is completely ridiculous on what they're actually doing. I don't understand why we have to have a society like this just fess up no one cares if you fess up 
you're human. You're going to make mistakes. But there's people you just anatomically don't get along with. Biden Harris do not get along. She was arguing and ranting at one of the last conventions that they had, if I remember correctly, which was ridiculous. They both was going at each other. And mind you, Joe isn't fit for office. Never has been since day one that he's ran for this campaign. So if he's running for office, then she's going to be the president. There's no doubt. She's going to be running the show for about six months. And that's not a person I want there. I don't want Joe there in the first place. I wouldn't want her. I hate her even worse than I do Joe, most likely. Which, that really says something, in my opinion. Because I don't like Joe Biden. I mean, this world, this is society. They're bringing BLM stuff up. And it's ridiculous on how one little movement sparked such major riots across the nation. Also, in Chicago, Macy's is actually talking about just leaving the city, potentially, or moving their location because of ongoing BLM protests and riots that were happening. They were not happy with police response times, and then they later got um, vandalized. Their store was actually vandalized in the downtown area, which is ridiculous. They're a very popular department store, but yet they're not even safe from it. Also, the Democratic National Convention will also bring that up. Um, Michelle Obama was one of the first people to speak. She just ranted about Donald Trump, saying he's not the man to be president and stuff. He had more than enough time to do stuff. Well, Michelle, what did your husband do? What did your husband do for the black community that President Trump didn't? What did your husband do whenever he was in office? He didn't do nothing. He made the country worse, and you know that. Donald Trump, on the other hand, was actually doing good for the country, actually helped the black and Hispanic and Latino communities, unlike him. Which, your husband can't say he did. He'll act like he did, but he never did. Joe Biden is trying to take the UAE, UAE and Israel peace treaty that President Trump made, trying to say he helped do it. Actually, all Democrats are trying to base this off of prior presidents, pre, uh, presidencies, but in reality, it wasn't any prior presidencies. President Trump's the one that did it. President Trump is the one that got it done because he's the law and order president. He is a good president. He's not a politician. That is why he does what he does. He's not perfect, but he did that. And that was a historic way to possibly bring future peace to the whole Middle East. Just slowly but surely. But the Democratic National Convention... You have the rhino, former Ohio governor, John Kasich, which, in my opinion, they should never even let him come on because he was already a laughingstock of the Republican Party, and I think he's going to be a laughingstock in the Democratic Party also. He was a rhino. He still claims to be a Republican, but we all know that's false. Him and Governor DeWine both, they both don't like President Trump. 
That's why I think Governor DeWine personally tested negative, uh, positive, I mean, with his coronavirus test just so he didn't have to see the president, just because he doesn't like him. But I don't understand how they're doing a virtual Democratic convention. I just can't understand that. People want to hear you say stuff live. They don't want to hear Michelle Obama that she recorded something a week ago, made sure everything was perfect, and then release it to the public. They want to hear the power of people's words live. They want to hear it there in person, or they want to see it on the te television. They want to feel the power of the words live in front of them, watching that person say it as they do, not as a pre-recorded message. That's following, they could be following a script that way. And that's how half the Democratic National Convention is. Me personally, though, I don't think they were holding it virtually because of the virus, though. I think they held it virtually because they had no other choice. They couldn't get private security. And all the police unions and police departments unanimously terminated contracts with the Democratic National Convention because of the defunding the police movement. And mind you, that's a very big step, and I 110% agree with the police. Why support a group that wants to take you away? And also breaking news is Seattle police chief actually retired over the police funding getting cut. She was going to have to take a pay cut, and she was going to have to actually cut 100 officers, and she left before it got worse which I can understand her point of view because a city council member actually said this is only the beginning. People that voted against it didn't vote because they disagreed with defunding the police. They wanted more defunding. Also, to get on to the BLM and all that stuff, Governor Cuomo up in New York is now calling the China virus the European virus. So he actually doesn't know his geography, but Wuhan is in China. I'm not sure if he knows that. He might be talking about the European strain, but he should make that point out. But even then, it all originated from the Wuhan lab in Wuhan, China. So he might have to go back and take a geography test and um, follow up because I think the world might have changed since last time he's seen. But also, due to the, all the violent protests and riots and stuff which mind you they haven't even brought up once in the Democratic National Convention at all they um, essentially are um, fleeing New York and Governor Cuomo is trying to get all of his rich friends and relatives and everything to stay he's trying to get them to stay in New York but they're all leaving in mass numbers and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is trying to get a millionaire and billionaire tax put on top of what they already are getting taxed. He's trying to tell people he'll cook for them and stuff, have them come over for dinner, trying to get people to stay. And then you have Bill de Blasio saying that we can replace people that leave whenever people ask him. But also his response to the increase in crime, he said, well, there is an increase in crime and we're looking at anti-crime measures. You got rid of your anti-crime department section of the NYPD. 600 people lost their jobs that their sole job was focused on anti-crime, which 
is astonishing. Your crime wouldn't have been as bad as what it is, Bill, if you kept them. So they might be looking into social workers. I'm not 100% sure on that quite yet. But in the end, I don't think it's going to work very well just because you need the police department. That 600 officers, they didn't just do police work. They was doing more than that. Anything that helped prevent a crime, they was working on. If I remember correctly, I read that they actually went around the world to help prevent crime. And also, truckers are now starting to stay away from defunded police zones. So, essentially, all big cities and stuff, truckers are boycotting them due to the defunding of the police over the safety of their trucks. Which I think is a great, 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 great thing. But just because that we can't let this keep on going. If we let this keep on going, it's going to keep destroying America little by little. They're changing our culture. We cannot let that continue. We keep letting them change our culture, and this is what happens. Also, um, what about the little five-year-old? I think it was um, Cannon, if I remember correctly, is his first name. Got shot right in the face by a black man. CNN just said it was a little kid and a guy shot him. No, they would never tell you that because it was a black-on-white crime. I'm sorry, but for the BLM movement to want to continue on forward, they're going to need to change their strategy just based on the fact of that happening because all their response and rebuttal to what people say about that is, well, they already arrested him. He's getting charged. The cops were under investigation. They was most likely going to get charged. It's called legal due process. They have to do everything in a certain way in a certain order of time for a police officer that's different. Just because you have videographic evidence doesn't mean you can't have to do an investigation. They suspended the officers. So, I mean, this world is literally going to crap. In my opinion, everyone needs to grab their arms and rifles. They need to make sure they can protect themselves because police are not coming 100% of the time, especially if you say it's a BLM issue or a Black Matter issue. They're keeping themselves out of situations because they can't afford the public backlash anymore. And then also, in news, the defunding of the United States Postal Service. Oh, that's one thing liberals love talking about recently due to their mail-in voting, which I think is fraud-proof. It's more susceptible to fraud. You can say you mailed your, in your ballot. It went somewhere else. They counted your vote, but they sent it in as a different one. Burned yours, said it was yours still, and just changed the number on it. Well, changed who it was. And they say, oh, no, that can't happen. Watch it. It will happen. If Trump loses the election, that's exactly how it's going to be. But the United States Postal Service defunding, they're not necessarily defunding them. President Trump is holding back, giving them an extended funding without them being able to prove that they can increase their prices and make sure they are not millions and billions of dollars in debt. They keep losing money and more money every single year just because they want to be the cheapest and the most effective because they're operated by the government. They need to at least break even 
for the citizens and the government to be happy in my opinion because they still are a business they need to make sure they can operate and maintain building costs and employee salary wages appropriately while doing it in a decent cost-effective manner they aren't making enough money to support themselves and that's on their own fault over the democratic reign and rule over the past god knows how many years because they've been in power for god knows how long which they wasn't all terrible but they've become terrible over the years and years of brainwashing this is what's become nancy pelosi and chuck schumer power hungry that's all they want they want more and more power that's just how democrats go you know how they say social distance? Well, we need to distance ourselves from socialism, which is the Democratic Party. They don't like it here. They can just go try to find themselves a different country, see how they like it that way. Because in all reality, America will not let them take over that easy. Our common sense tactics shall prevail. America shall stay free no matter what the cost may be. If Joe Biden were to win the election, there would be another revolution, in my opinion, on their hands, brink a civil war and civil unrest like no one has ever seen before. America would be brought into dark days. The right versus the left and the ultimate division of America once more, not over slavery, but over having an incompetent man as president of the United States and potentially changing this great nation into a United Socialist States, a Soviet Union in a sense. That's all the time I got for this evening. I would like to wish everyone to stay safe and I'll talk to you guys next week.